Oh, no, Nick. Leave it up to Billy. Well, the Arc Turf Show today <laughs> from Washateria Tech is proudly brought to you by Moscato. The wine? Yeah, it's National Wine Day. Oh. You might well, like Coach, that. we don't have much time left on the program, and I see your trainer, Scrape Simpson, coming in, so your treatment time must be about over. Well, that's right. He's, he's coming in to wrap my ankles here, so it's time to get out of the whirlpool, and I want all you folks listening, turn, don't look at your radios. Y'all turn around here while I get out of the whirlpool. Now, Coach, be careful, and don't... Uh, coach. Coach. Coach, are you Okay. Well, I'm I'm still on, I'm still on the injury list now. I think I got two broke ankles. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Well, speaking of baseball... Ohio University's team is uh, still in action. We'll be airing a game today, weather permitting, of course. We'll, we'll tell you about it here in just a few moments. It's the party line on 97 WATA. Well, Scott, this, uh, let's see, the Bobcats have had a pretty good season, right? Not too bad. They finished in the top four. And so. They're only uh, taking four teams into the tournament. And this is the MAC tournament? Yes, it is. Okay. Now, they play today. Yes. It's supposed to start. Well, the, the the broadcast is supposed to start at 3.45 this afternoon. And the pregame shows only 15 minutes. So the game would actually start at 4 p.m. Now, where is this game being played? Ball State. Okay, now if you look at the weather maps, it's a little iffy looking over there. Mm-hmm. Ball State, for you folks that don't know where it is, is located in Muncie, Indiana. Right. Just, uh, what, about an hour or so southeast of Indianapolis? Yes. East, southeast. And um, I've played on that field. Not played, I mean been at that field. I've played on it. I'll bet you have. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nice facility. Yes, very nice. Ball State is the league champion, therefore they are hosting the tournament. 
Will all the games be played there as far as the MAC uh, tournament is concerned? Yes, that is correct. Okay. So, um, that game, of course, we're going to broadcast. It'll be on our sister station, Power 105. Now, you know, I don't talk about this too often, but probably I should. In today's world, we talk about apps, right? Yes. And uh, we're generally speaking of something you can get on your telephone, but they you can also get it on your computer. But uh, both of our stations, Power 105, which is WXTQ, like Xerox Tom Quebec, and WATA, have apps and um, we can go on to a website and we'll do this one morning I just wasn't prepared to do this today but I can tell you how many listeners are listening at any given moment using their apps and where they're located. I think you've heard me mention before, I don't understand it, but we have over 300 listeners in Bogota, right? I mean, that's just nutty to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bogota. Um, and I, I, there's other interesting places as well. Yeah, we have listeners. I I've seen that chart too, in uh, Indonesia, yes, Malaysia, right, and, particularly uh, in Kuala Lumpur. And and when we look at it, this isn't just who's downloaded the app. This is people that are actually listening at that moment. It's a real time report. Crazy. Yeah. Just crazy. Yeah, and to our listeners in New Mexico, we give them a shout-out every now and then, too. Las Cruces. Yeah. New Mexico. Beautiful place. Yeah. Uh, just all, all over the world. So, anyway, my point in even bringing it up is that if you know somebody that's a Mac baseball, I'm sorry, an Ohio University baseball fan, You can send them a text message or give them a quick ring and say, listen, download the WXTQ app, and you can hear the game. Yes. All right. First pitch scheduled again. You don't have to be within, you know, 45 miles of our transmitter yeah. or whatever it is to hear it. Yep. goes all around the world. All around the world. Yeah. First pitch scheduled, as you mentioned, 4 p.m., Ball State, number one seed against number four, Ohio. There's a game uh, that will begin at 10.30 this morning between number two, Central Michigan, and number three, Toledo. Now, the losers of those games will play tomorrow morning at 10.30. Uh, so should the Bobcats not be victorious, they will play at 10.30 tomorrow. But I'm going to say when the Bobcats win, they'll play at 4 o'clock tomorrow. So loser's bracket plays at 10.30 tomorrow. Winner's bracket at 4 
tomorrow. And then the uh, games continue on Friday and even into Saturday. And uh, game uh, number seven, if necessary, double elim- elimination. Okay. Double elimination. Yes. Okay. Yep. Well, anyway. So um, go Bobcats. Bobcats this afternoon at four, weather permitting, over in um, Muncie, right? Yes. All right. Well, it is May 25th. We could start out like we normally do and do this run-through of things, and, and we will. But I am just really troubled by... These school shootings. Yes. One is too many. And I said yesterday, when is this going to end? And I've also said, if gun control works, then why isn't it working? How do you say it? Uvalde, Texas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty you, sure that's I'm it. I'm not familiar with that community. Can you pinpoint it on a map? Is it near, you know, one of the larger cities, that sort of thing, of Texas? Um, oh, it's 80 miles west of San Antonio. There I you go. I just found that. Yep. Um... What's what's the population of Evaldi, Texas? Um, I don't think it's that large, actually, but I'm going to check that out. Yeah. Nineteen children and two teachers killed yesterday after a gunman opened fire. Now, if I'm not mistaken, this particular elementary school was grades 4 through 6, something like that. It wasn't like kindergarten through 6 like we norm like I think is normal. But it was uh, just a few grades of the elementary level. Um, what do you what do you have back there? Um, first settled in 1853, it's located, uh, <clears throat> as you said, 86 miles west of uh, San Antonio, and uh, covers in the county Uvalde County 1588 square miles. The how many, city. How many people? Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. <clears throat> Not push. Excuse me. That's okay. The city covers 5.47 square miles, uh, which basically tells you the size of the city, which not that big. Um, the population number is still trying to appear here. Okay. Um, 
Well, do you realize, uh, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I saw them recently on a, some news program sometime in the last 12 hours, I guess. How many such shootings there have been? I think we're like over 20. In our country. Have, yes. Have, have, you, just, ha, have you heard of any other countries having this happen? Well, no, but... I mean, in schools. I know we have the mass shootings, but in schools... Yeah. We've, we've heard of mass shootings in other countries. I mean, it may have occurred somewhere, but... I don't think any other country has to be as ashamed of the frequency. Yeah. And these shooters go to these soft targets where there is no pushback. Incidentally, Uvalde's population, 16,122. That's uh, as of uh, 2020. So so I'm going to say roughly it's half the size of that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mercy. Now, the, this is, um, frankly, the worst attack on U.S. elementary schools since 2012. Remember the Sandy Hook thing? Oh, yes. That was in Connecticut. Well, let's see here. I think we have a caller standing by. Good morning. Good morning. He also shot his grandmother, who some news people say she's dead and some say she wasn't. She was taken to the hospital. Anyway, you asked a question, and I happen to know the answer to that. I saw it last night on PBS. 210 mass shootings in this year alone. In this year alone? In this year alone. We are becoming numb to this, and um, this happened in Texas, and the state of Texas says it's not the guns, it's the people. Well, you know, <laughs> got an 18-year-old who uh, was on the social media and uh, told everyone he was going to do this. I don't know how you do, I don't know with the social media thing, but it certainly influences uh, young people, and they know that they'll become very well-known, only 18, he was. And they also say this morning on your on your news that this was the uh, home of uh, Matthew McConaughey, the actor. Hmm. Anyway, 16,000 is a pretty good figure. Uh, people, um, I don't know what you do about this, but uh, people do turn to guns, and they did say there's more guns in this country than people. I think we're in love with guns. Well, How many guns do, does one family own? A lot of people have a lot of guns in their homes. And I know you tell us how your guns and, uh, you know, just for target practice and yeah. all of that kind of thing. And some of but, them are like my grandmother's gun, which was a silver in color, black handled 32 caliber five shot in the cylinder 
Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I have that. That's m- a small gun, yes. I have that mounted on, you know, with her, n- <laughs> with her name and stuff, um, on a plaque like. But the it bullets are separate. I hope. Uh-uh, of course. My father was a gunsmith, so I know about guns. Oh, yes. really? Yes. Interesting. Besides being a factory worker with the Studebaker Corporation, which was one of those first, maybe the first outsourced car company. Yeah. Went to Canada uh, with that big fancy uh, sports car all those years back. That's right. Studebaker. Yeah. I, I remember well. And I think they came out with that um, station wagon with the with the real wood on it, not this fake stuff yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I just wanted to add my two cents worth that uh, I just wish we as a country would get a handle on this and stop having one side of the Republican, uh, the Republican and the other side, the Democrats, you know, going at it about this. This is something they need to agree on to to help to regulate some of this. Uh, the, the, it doesn't happen a lot of places in the world. You know, it does happen in America. I was in the service and... I shot uh, through my training days, you know what I mean, um, all sorts of firearms. Basics, yes. And um, and many of them would be considered, I guess, what they call assault rifles. Um, ones that had multiple uh, large clip in them. So you could just, they'd shoot as fast as you pull the trigger. And in fact, if you held the trigger back, they just continued to fire. Um, Almost like a machine gun. Um, I've never owned such a thing. I don't know why anyone would need to other than a collector's piece. I get that. But... Maybe I don't. I don't think you do, because why would you put that on your wall? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weapon of, of destruction, and you certainly can't claim the hunters. And even with the, uh, with the amendment that allows the possession of guns, that was back when we needed guns, when we were so unsettled as a country. Um, don't need these automatic weapons, which are weapons of war. And he, well, he, in the early and, days of our right. country, we didn't have automatic weapons. No, but the gun lobby, once, it, once one of these guns, what's that, what's that actor used to say, out of my cold, dead hands, Houston, I think, or whatever his name, yeah. name was, whatever. the one that played a lot of uh, Bible movie things. Uh, yes, out of my dead hands. Okay. Well, he's not around anymore, so we can't pry it out of his dead hands. But a lot of people think that. Here, this happened in Texas, you know, where... Guns are everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you send your kids to school, telling them they're safe, and that's what you're supposed to do. But uh, The story I have in front of me says he did, reports suggest he shot and killed his grandmother before heading to that elementary school. Well, she went on a life flight. That's all I know on your news uh that comes on your program here, on your yes. channel. I'm just so, reading a story from right, uh, I understand that. the news. And so anyway, I just I just wanted to have my two cents worth in on this. And like many listeners, we're always astounded with... In 10 days ago, thing. you know, we had 
10 people killed in a racially motivated attack in Buffalo. At the top supermarket, the only supermarket for that population, the only supermarket. I don't understand. That reminds me of Vinton County a few, maybe a couple years back, maybe even less than that. Vinton County had, uh, had, I think, one or had none and now has one supermarket. That I don't get either, so, you know. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much. Uh, take sure. care of both of you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Well, very disturbing. Sure is. Now, let's, um, we'll, we'll bring this up a little bit later, but we'll do our normal shtick here. Today is May 25th. Of course, the year is 2022. What was your product that sponsored uh, Art Turf? Moscato. Moscato wine, a nice sweet wine. Yes. And it is Wednesday, you know. It's National Wine Day today. Did you know that? I did. You did? Yeah, that's That's what I mentioned when you said Moscato. I said, yeah, it's National Wine Day. Oh, for the sponsor of Art Turf from Washateria Tech. Washateria Tech. Yeah, that was where they played Art Turf's team. <clears throat> well, National Wine Day. I I confess, folks, um, I do enjoy sipping wine. All right. It's National Brown Baguette Day, National Towel Day, that's right, like you use after a shower or getting out of the pool. Yeah, make mine a beach towel. National Tap Dance Day, National Children's, I'm sorry, National Missing Children's Day, that's sad. National Senior Health and Fitness Day. That's a good one. Interesting how they're all mixed up. Yeah. Variety of nationals. Nationals days today. Hey, didn't you do a little soft shoe back in the day? Speaking of tap dancing. I did a show called Who's Horace. And it was uh, done at, um, oh, the theater that's no longer in Columbus, right downtown next. There's a big fancy hotel there now that was, um, oh, what was the name of that theater? It was the most beautiful theater in Columbus, double balcony, right next to the state capitol, like Lowe's like the um, Ohio Theater is. Um, but it was on the corner of what would be 3rd and what is that street there? So if you're looking at the state capitol, the street to the right. Oh, well. Yeah, I, I um, know about where you if are. You, if you know Bricker Law, um, Bricker Law Firm, which is in the old post office in downtown Columbus before they built the new one just outside. Um, I'm just looking here. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of what that is. Not the Southern, not the no. Ohio Theater, not the Palace. No. It was... Um, um, they had... Um, it's the same family that started, well, sort of. Sciota Race Downs. Sciota Downs Racetrack, rather. <laughs> Said that oddly. And uh, they also had... Um, a lot of apple orchards down. What's the next place down after Scioto Downs? That community. Oh well. Um. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh well. It wasn't the Lincoln Theater. Nope. Nope. And this was uh, never used as a motion picture theater, the one I'm talking about. At least I never knew it to be. It was always a legitimate show, you know, live stuff. Oh, well, we'll let it go. Um, so historical events for this date of May 25th. May 25th, the year 1720, the ship, the Grand Saint Antoine, reaches Marseille, or is it Marcel? I wish I knew my other languages better. Anyway, it goes on bringing Europe's last major plague outbreak. It kills 100,000 people. In 1810, on this date, in the May Revolution, citizens of Buenos Aires expelled the Spanish Viceroy Cisneros during Semana de Mayo. In 1914, British House of Commons passes the Irish Home Rule Bill. 1961, on this date, JFK President Kennedy announces the U.S. goal of putting a man on the moon before the end of the decade. And that happened July 20th, 1969. Just a few years ago in the year 2020. Well, that's interesting. that one back pretty quickly um, in the year 2020 a video of African American George Floyd's arrest and murder while restrained in Minneapolis police custody shows he was pinned to the ground by police officer Derek Chauvin's knee for 8 minutes and 46 seconds And, of course, it ignites widespread condemnation and nationwide protests. In the year 2021, the U.S. CDC, Center for Disease Control, right, says half of all U.S. adults are now fully vaccinated, with 61% having had their first shot. We've sure come a ways along since then. 
Okay, famous birthdays. Um, first of all is Bill Robinson. He was born on this date in the year 1878. This is showbiz guy. Died in 1949, the year I was born. Bill Robinson, nicknamed Bojangles. Yep. Was an American tap dancer, actor, and singer, best known and most highly paid Africa, African-American entertainer in the United States. During the first half of the 20th century, his long career mirrored changes in the American entertainment tastes and technology. Ralph Waldo Emerson, born on this date in 1803, died in 1882. Ralph Waldo Emerson. He was an American essayist who went by his middle name, Waldo. He was a lecturer, philosopher, abolitionist, and poet who led the transcendentalist movement of the mid-19th century. Igor Sikorsky, born on this date in 1889, died in 1972. Igor Sikorsky was a Russian-American aviation pioneer in both helicopters and fixed-wing aircraft. His first success came with the S-2, the second aircraft of his design and construction, his fifth airplane, the S-5, won him national recognition as well as FAI license number 64. License number 64. Yeah, wow. it's like the f early phone numbers yeah, we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Your number's nine? What's your phone number? Nine? That, that, that deals with the party line, right? Yeah. Your phone number's Where, nine. Uh, seven, <laughs> uh, you know, ten homes would, uh, I don't know how many, would ring at the same time. And the sequence of the ring told you whether it was meant for your home or somebody else's. Or if you picked up the phone, the operator would say yes, and you'd say, this is house nine. Please contact so-and-so. Yeah. Anyway, if you if you don't know what FAI is, it's a unique ID number for pilots. For uh, they, there's a listing of all pilots with a valid license, and it's easier for organizers to find and check licenses and pilots, etc. He was number sixty-four. One of the pioneers. We have two uh, famous deaths to. Um to share with you. Uh, Robert Kappa, C-A-P-A, -A, born in 1913, died on this date in 1954. I think he was uh, maybe a cinema person? Uh, he it, Pretty close. He was a photographer. Robert Kappa, a Hungarian-American war photographer and photojournalist as well as the companion and professional partner of photographer Gerda Taro. He is considered by some to be the greatest combat and adventure photographer in history. Wow. You know, um, our school of journalism is 
has many, um, what would you call it, recognitions. But one of them also is photojournalism, photography. Okay. Uh, Witold Pilecki. <coughs> P-I-L-E-C-K-Y. Or I. Um, he was born in 1901. He died on this date in 1948. He's wearing a military uniform. He was a Polish World War II cavalry officer, intelligence agent, and a resistance leader. As a youth, Pilecki joined Polish underground scouting, and in the aftermath of World War I, Polish militia, and later the Polish army. He participated in the Polish-Soviet War, which ended in 1921. Well, let's turn our attention back to the news. Um, obviously, the top story we've already sort of discussed. And that is uh, what happened in Texas. Twenty children and six adults. No, no, no. I got the wrong one. Um, Nineteen children and two teachers killed. Rob Elementary, Uvalde, Texas. That was yesterday. Um, by the way, the, the, the person who did this Salvador Ramos. He was 18 years old. He was killed by um, the police at the scene as they responded. They've not identified any particular motive. Uh, he is a student at the town's high school. Um, they do mention that he had... Um, somewhat limited social media presence. And of course the other thing I mentioned uh, earlier is that uh, before he went to the elementary he shot and killed his grandmother. I'm seeing a report here that was posted just about an hour ago and I don't know where your report came from but it comes from uh, the spokesman uh, from the law enforcement agency there said that uh, the grand the grandmother was shot but is still alive. Oh, let's hope that's true. Yeah, they're trying to locate the grandfather. Um, apparently this shooter was unemployed, no friends, no girlfriend, no criminal history, no gang affiliation. That's... Um President Biden was on the air last night for a live to make some live remarks, what you would call, a, I guess, a, a small press conference. Um, he's very concerned about this, very troubled by this personally. You can see it, as are we all. Let's move on. Um, another story in the news this morning. It says the number of U.S. births rose for the first time in seven years during 2021. 3.7 million births 
during 21, according to preliminary data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. This information was released yesterday. That represents a 1% rise from 2020, when the birth rate dropped to a record low. The average number of children per woman over their lifetime, known as the total fertility rate, rose to just over 1.66 per woman. That figure remains below the replacement level of 2.1, the rate at which the population will on average replace itself. Interesting. Now the rebound, uh, the rebound spanned aged groups with, their, with women in their late 30s seeing the largest lump which was the largest jump, <laughs> sorry, uh, largest jump, which was 5%, followed by women in, women in their early 30s and 40s, both ranging in 3%, and then in the late 20s, 2%. The number dropped for teens and women younger than 25, a Pew survey, that's a company that surveys people, uh, found a growing number of U.S. adults plan to never have children with reasons ranging from not wanting children to climate change concerns. Weird. The news comes despite global birth rates generally declining. And... Uh, I guess that's what I've got on that. Well, hurricane season is the next topic. The Gulf Coast and eastern United States are expected to experience above-average hurricane activity this year. That was announced yesterday by the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Now, if the forecast proves accurate, this would be the seventh straight year of an above-normal Atlantic hurricane season. The upcoming year is expected to see anywhere from 14 to 21 named storms. Those with wind speeds above 39 miles per hour. Of those, 6 to 10 are expected to develop into hurricanes, which have winds of at least 74 miles per hour. And 3 to 6 are likely to develop into Category 3 hurricanes or stronger, with winds at at least 111 miles per hour. They say warmer than average sea temperatures are fueling the activity. By the way, the past two hurricane seasons exhausted the list of 21 named storms, with 2020 being the most active year on record. There were 30 named storms. 
and 2021 being the third most active year with 21 behind 2005 when there were 28. Anyway, the season officially begins the 1st of June. Let's see here. I guess that's enough from that one. Okay. Um, Turn to this one. But you've got something. Well, I was going to suggest a couple names here because I've been trying to think of that theater in Columbus that was demolished. Mick Mick something. Mick? Okay. I found Hartman. Knickerbocker. No, 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 no. You got it. Hartman. Hartman. The Hartman Theater. I said Mick, and I was completely wrong. Okay. It was the Hartman Theater. It had a double balcony. It was beautiful. I've done many shows there, and I starred in one. I've only starred in one show ever, folks. (laughs) It was written, it was called Who's Horace? It was a musical. Sis Bloom wrote the show. Sis Bloom was very famous in Columbus. Evelyn Bloom was her real name. She was uh, highly involved with Channel 6, WTVN Television. Now it's WSIX, is it? S-Y-X. S-Y-X. Yeah. But years ago it was TVN Television. TVN radio still exists. 610 WTVN on AM. Anyway, yes. um, I'm off the track here. That's uh, all right. When uh, we ha- I just who's Horace? The thought, Hartman Theater. The Hartman Theater. Yeah. I just thought since we had a little break in stories there while you were getting the next one there, I thought oh, it it's got to be one of these. It was remarkable. The Hartman Theater. And the day they tore that down, I was sick. I tried to do... I tried to play a role in saving it. I was unsuccessful, as were others. Okay. Let's see. I'm over on the New York Times now. And I think... um, Their, their lead story also, of course, is this Uvalde, Texas thing. Terrible. Uh, but they do have another um, graph here that's kind of interesting. Um, this is gun homicides in 2019. And it's a chart. So 50 gun homicides per million. No, no, no. How many gun homicides per million, period? Okay. When you look at all the countries, uh, and this is 2019 information, The United States had 41 million gun homicides in 2019. 
that's twice as many as the next country. Uh, this is not fair to you, Scott, but would you have any hunch what the next country would be? Oh, well, the you next... You're not going to get it. Okay. Greenland. You're right. I would not have gotten that one. Yeah, Greenland. They had 21 million gun homicides. What do you think's number three? Oh, boy. This is also tough. I would not have guessed this. I'm sorry. I, I won't do that to you. It's Israel. Wow. Okay, now. Down around the 5 million per well okay we have Italy Australia um, then below that the UK United Kingdom Japan, Singapore, Norway, Switzerland, Luxembourg. That's that's nothing to be proud of. Mercy. But I think I'm reading this chart wrong. Fifty gun homicides. Gun homicides per million. Well, anyway, let's leave it at that. I, I Forgive me. I. It says, altogether, guns killed about 45,000 Americans last year. Okay. President Biden, as I said on TV live last night, says, I'm sick and tired of it. We have to act. And don't tell me we can't have an impact on this carnage. Senate Democrats are pushing for a vote on legislation that would strengthen background checks, which the House first passed two years ago, almost three. Um... Think of this. Anguished families waited late into the night last night to find out whether their children were among those killed. Oh, boy. That had to be horrifying. I, I, one can't even imagine. No. Unless you've actually been through something like that. Now, let's, let's do mention... Yeah, I love Texas, but uh, it says here, Texas has some of the country's least restrictive gun laws. Nearly anyone over 21 can carry a handgun without a license. This In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H, FM. 
is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Chris Fox in Uvalde, Texas. The picture is becoming clearer as to what happened here Tuesday morning when an 18-year-old gunman barricaded himself in a Robb Elementary School classroom and opened fire, killing 19 students and two teachers before being killed by law enforcement. Lieutenant Chris Olivares is with the Texas Department of Public Safety. No criminal history, no gang affiliation. So we're trying to determine exactly what the motive was and what any indicators at all whatsoever prior to the shooting. What we do know is that a Border Patrol agent assisting local law enforcement took down the gunman. One big question here is about the impact of this tragedy and what changes it will lead to. Congressman Tony Gonzalez represents the area. We need to be, have more love in this in this world and we need to protect the innocent and there is nothing more innocent than children. I'm Chris Fox in Uvalde, Texas. Now with more CBS News, here's Vicki Barker. There has been wide, worldwide condemnation of the massacre and of the people profiting from 